Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Numbers 32. Reuben and Gad settle in Gilead. Now the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad had an exceedingly large number of livestock. So when they saw the land of Jazer and the land of Gilead, that it was indeed a place suitable for livestock, the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben came and spoke to Moses and to Eleazar the priest and to the leaders of the congregation, saying, Adaroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbon, Eliel, Sebam, Nebu, and beyond. The land which the Lord conquered before the congregation of Israel is a land for livestock, and your servants have livestock. They said, If we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants as a possession. Do not take us across the Jordan. But Moses said to the sons of Gad and to the sons of Reuben, Shall your brothers go to war while you yourselves sit here? Now why are you discouraging the sons of Israel from crossing over into the land which the Lord has given them? This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up to the valley of Eshkel and saw the land, they discouraged the sons of Israel so that they did not go into the land which the Lord had given them. So the Lord's anger burned in that day, and he swore, saying, None of the men who came up from Egypt from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, for they did not follow me fully. Except Caleb, 
the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun. For they have followed the Lord fully. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he made them wander in the wilderness forty years until the entire generation of those who had done evil in the sight of the Lord was destroyed. Now behold, you have risen up in your father's place a brood of sinful men to add still more to the burning anger of the Lord against Israel. For if you turn away from following him, he will once more abandon them in the wilderness, and you will destroy all these people. Then they came near to him and said, We will build here sheepfolds for our livestock and cities for our little ones. But we ourselves will be armed, ready to go before the sons of Israel, until we have brought them to their place, while our little ones live in the fortified cities because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every one of the sons of Israel has possessed his inheritance. For we will not have an inheritance with them on the other side of the Jordan and beyond because of our inheritance, has fallen to us on this side of the Jordan towards the east. So Moses said to them, If you will do this, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for the war, and all of you armed men cross over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven his enemies out from before him, and the land is subdued before the Lord, then afterward you shall return and be free of obligation toward the Lord and towards Israel. And this land shall be yours for possession before the Lord. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Build yourselves cities for your little ones, and sheepfolds for your sheep, and do what you have promised. The sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben spoke to Moses, saying, Your servants will do just as my Lord commands. Our little ones, our wives, our livestock, and our cattle shall remain there in the cities of Gilead, while your servants, everyone who is armed for war, will cross over in the presence of the Lord to battle, just as my Lord says. So Moses gave command concerning them to Eleazar the priest and to Joshua the son of Nun, and to the heads of the father's households of the tribes of the sons of Israel. Moses said to them, If the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben, everyone who is armed for battle, will cross with you over the Jordan in the presence of the Lord, and the land is subdued before you, then you shall give them the land of Gilead for a possession. But if they will not cross over with you armed, they shall have possessions among you in the land of Canaan. The sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben answered, saying, As the Lord has said to your servants, so we will do. We ourselves will cross over armed in the presence of the Lord into the land of Canaan, and the possession of our inheritance shall remain with us across the Jordan. So Moses gave to them, to the sons of Gad and to the sons of Reuben, and to the half-tribe of Joseph's son Manasseh, the kingdom of Sion king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, the king of Bashan, the land with its cities with their territories, the cities of the surrounding land. The sons of Gad built Dibon, and Adaroth, and Aor, and Atroth, Shofan, and Jazer, and Jogbeah, and Beth Nimrah, and Beth Haran, as fortified cities, and sheepfolds for sheep. The sons of Reuben built Heshbon, and Eliel, and Kiriathaim, and Nebo, and baal Mion, their names being changed, and Sibma. And they gave other names to the cities which they built. The sons of Macher, the sons of Manasseh, went to Gilead and took it and dispossessed the Amorites who were in it. So Moses gave Gilead to Macher, the son of Manasseh, and he lived in it. 
Jair, the son of Manasseh, went and took its towns and called them Havoth Jair. Noba went and took Kenath and its villages and named it Noba after his own name. So in Numbers 32, you can see as the land has been divided up and promised beforehand, you had the brothers and the family of those brothers of the tribes who were on the east side of the Jordan. That was already in a land that they were, they'd already possessed. So it's pretty simple. They're just sitting there and saying, well, we've been given this land. But the rest of the promised land for the other tribes was across the Jordan. And that land is still being possessed by other people. So that's the center of this entire discussion in this situation that happens in Numbers 32. Where you can see that the Moses says to the brothers Gad and Reuben, the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben, it says, so do you think it's really fair that you sit here and do nothing while your other families, your family members, because they are all family, while they go to war? So God promised all of this land to everyone, including the portion which we already have. And you think that God's going to let you just sit here and not help? Now think about that with with our lives. God's been called us all to a task. God's been given us, he has given us gifts and talents and, and a purpose to our lives for his kingdom. So are we just supposed to focus on our personal um, calling and then call it quits? That doesn't make sense. God called us to a specific purpose, but he also called us to be there for our brothers and sisters. To help when there's help needed. So I'm not, I am supposed to just mind my own business. I am supposed to just keep to myself when it comes to um, not passing judgment on others and not, you know, causing them to feel less of themselves by, by, um, making them feel bad for not, you know, maybe for the sins that they struggle with. I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to keep to myself with that. I mean, if they are, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm supposed to lovingly let them know, but I'm not supposed to make everyone else's business about my business. I'm supposed to keep it to myself not butt in however when I see that someone is in need I should rise up and help now it's simple you you say hey I'd like to help you out is that okay and if they say no I don't want your help then you don't help and you've done your part but if we did not lend a hand when other people needed help then how is God going to feel about the work that we've done if I'm not willing to help you out but I did a really great job at my task I don't think it looks as good to God he said love God and then 
love others. In fact, love your neighbors as yourself, not after yourself. You're supposed to love God first, love others second, and you're third on that list. You have to extend love to others. So, Father, thank you that you loved us before we loved you and that you saved us before we deserved it. Thank you that that you give even before we realize we need. Thank you for that. And, Father, I just pray that as you continue to bless us, that we can just bless others out of that blessing. That as you pour love on us, you pour more love than we can contain. And out of that excess, we just continue to pass it on. Whether that be in our time, in our effort, in um, even in the tangible things like money and belongings. Father, as you bless, let us be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.